We are back in the offices of the Prairie Dental Group, Dr. Knadler, Dr. Osher, and yet another smile story. Thank you, Doc, so much for coming back to see us at our at our office. We love having you here. It's so wonderful. You've gotten to know the practice so well. Very, very much so, <laughs> All yes. Our little frequent <laughs> visits. It's amazing. Yes, we have a very special guest with us today. We have... Our one of our own. We have our office manager, Robin. Hello. Hello. We have everybody who is a patient here knows Robin. I mean, I feel like even though she's not here every day. Maybe she, a little bit too much. Yeah. Robin <laughs> is is the the heart of our office. We uh Robin, how long have you been with Prairie Dental Group? I'm going on my twentieth year. Twentieth wow. year. So she knows the ins and the outs and the patients here really better than a lot of us you know she's she's known these families for 20 years which is absolutely amazing and naturally as it would be we're her dentists too funny how that's that's convenient <laughs> yeah, right. right here it it just kind of happened so um over the years she's had some stuff that's come up and so we thought we would chat with robin about her um her dental history here and then if if we have enough time, we thought we could also pick her brain a little bit about her office manager side, you know, take her away sure. from the patient perspective and, and maybe pick her brain a little bit about the office manager stuff that I would think a lot of our listeners w- might want to hear too. So, um, you know, you had a set of veneers that were done by Dr. DeSano. Right. We think maybe right around when you started was Correct. like 20 years ago. So Dr. DeSano had done um, porcelain work on Robin on pretty much all of her upper teeth. If you know Robin, you know she's got the Julia Roberts smile. <laughs> I mean, she goes all the way around. You can see every single tooth in her head. She's saying I have a big mouth. <laughs> yes, right. I mean, you know, <laughs> call it like you see it, you know. <laughs> Somebody's getting hit with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's got a beautiful, beautiful smile, but we couldn't really not include any teeth is what I mean. You know, sometimes when people do cosmetic work, we can do um, fewer teeth, but not for Robin. You know, you can see everything in her mouth. So she had um, the porcelain work done by Dr. DeSano, like we were saying, I think about 20 years ago. And those kind of things, when people always ask, how long does a veneer last? How long does a crown last? So many variables go in to answer that question of, you know, how, what's the condition of your teeth? What's your home care like? You know, are you coming in here for regular checkups? But generally we say it's around, you know, 15, 10, 15 years that we are going to maybe be looking at things and talking about replacement. Um, that's kind of a, a realistic potential. Do we have cases that have lasted decades and decades and de- decades? Oh, for sure. You know, and actually, I don't mean to interrupt, but mm-hmm. there was nothing wrong with the porcelain mm-hmm. when I replaced them. So they were still going strong, but the story continues. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that just was just an easy way to kind of discuss about how long stuff lasts. But yes, for Robin's scenario, she her porcelain work was all still intact everything was doing great she thankfully has wonderful home care so there was no um there was no decay or anything but when she was young she had been in a car accident and so one of her teeth in the front had been through a couple of root canals right you've had it retreated she had it done and then it was retreated meaning it basically had to have another root canal because it had gotten infected um so this tooth had been through a lot um, and it was starting to bother her. This was what, maybe two years ago or a year two and, and a half? half. I you, kind of 
like ignored it. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. So she was starting to feel a little bit of pressure, basically, right? It just felt different. Um, And so we were taking x-rays. And so, um, you know, we were getting our specialists on board. We we know our periodontists really well. We know our endodontists really well. Um, The people who do the root canals, we said, what do you think? Do you think we can try this again? Or do we actually need to talk about getting this tooth out? And unfortunately, um, the time had come with the tooth that needed to come out. That was very sad, and that's why I was ignoring it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's it's a big deal. It's an emotional deal when when we have to talk about taking out a front tooth for sure. So even though Robin knows, she knows that we're never gonna let her, you know, not look put together. We're always gonna make sure it looks like she's got everything and make sure everything is done as perfectly as possible. It's still an emotional thing for sure. sure. Um, so we were we were really um, delicate with a, with the treatment plan and making sure that this was indeed what needed to happen. As we as we are with every patient, I mean, we go through every potential treatment plan with everybody. Um, but because of the um, bone anatomy on Robin's front teeth across there and because of the way that she smiles she has what we call a really high smile line which means you can you can not only see all the teeth but you can also see some of the pink above Mm -hmm. the teeth you know some of the gum tissue um so because of those reasons um she actually really wasn't a good candidate for an implant um which would have meant that we would have taken that tooth out and immediately replaced it with an implant but in in her case she really wasn't a perfect implant candidate so we elected to go with a bridge option on Robin and right. so um we had everything kind of aligned so that she would never ever ever go without that front tooth but we used one of our docs here Dr. Ojard who's kind of our um handles a lot of our oral surgery in the office to kind of help with the surgery side. So I'm going to hand this off to Dr. Ojer to kind of talk about what she did on Robin and, and what that process was like for, and get Robin's perspective on that as well. Thanks Dr. Knaylor. So this is a perfect example of, you know, the beauty of working in, in a group practice is that, um, Sometimes, you know, and a lot of times we'll work together on um, certain patients, certain cases for so many different reasons. And and it works out that we're all just side by side and able to to do it in one, you know, in one place. Um, So for Robin, the day that we, you know, and I think I was pretty new to meeting you. You were, but I saw enough of your work, so I was very confident. But didn't like the idea of having to do that. But I was very confident in your ability to help me out. Oh, yeah. You know, it was, um, you know, when Dr. Keneller mentioned about it being emotional, it, it, it was and it is and it always is. Um, and especially, uh, you know, uh, uh, it was a front tooth and, you know, Robin's a beautiful girl. I mean, it's something that like... She just, she knew she needed to do it, but it, it was definitely, it was a, it was a hard day, but so we did our best to, um, take good care of her and make it as, as easy and, and comfortable as possible. So that day we, I believe you guys were, we temporized it that day after. Yes. yes. So we, so I got her started and basically did work on her 
teeth on either side of the tooth that needed to come out so that she was able to leave that day without the tooth, but in a temporary bridge. So it looked like all of her teeth were still there. Um, Of course, there's a lot of different scenarios. Sometimes we talk about a flipper, which is something that comes in and out. But in Robin's situation, her best option here was a temporary bridge. So we had already um, worked on her adjacent teeth and gotten those kind of ready to go. And then Dr. Ozier came in and and did the um, extraction part. Yeah, so before temporizing and and finishing up with the the temporary bridge, uh, we removed that tooth, and then immediately after after that, we did a bone graft um, that per, that preserves that socket. So anytime a tooth is removed, um, the 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 tooth, the root, the tooth structure is really what holds that surrounding bone in place and preserves that bone. So once that tooth or root is now missing, bone naturally wants to shrink and resorb. And even in just one localized area, it's really important to preserve that that bony structure and by doing that uh, that bone graft. If you don't, over time and, and pretty quickly, things shrink in. And, you know, people that, um, you know, you hear people talk about or – describe you know someone that's had all of their teeth taken out and they they shrink up and they have that sunken in appearance um it you may not notice it too much with one tooth but but in robin's case this you know was right you know in the front of her smile line so even with a bridge that bridge still doesn't cover up the the bony structure above the bridge and so she would have a little bit of a a shrunken caved in um, appearance that wouldn't look you know full and natural and healthy so that day we did the extraction and bone graft and robin did wonderful it was um uh that was a team effort um while dr osier was extracting my tooth i had dr knadler holding my hand as I was crying, not because I felt any pain. There was absolutely no pain at all. Um, we don't put people to sleep here for that, and there's no need. In our opinion, as long as we can get that uh, local and you're numb, it was all emotional for me, and the assistant and everybody were there for me. And it's not even just for me. It's other patients as well. Um, maybe not another doctor holding their hand, but... Um, Dr. Knadler had to see me afterwards, (laughs) so she stood by my side. Oh my gosh, of course. And, you know, especially with Robin, I mean, we're, we're such a family here, you know, that it's, it, it's really not a, it's not a coworker in the chair. You know, it's, we're, we're really. Everybody's very tight here. It's very tight. I mean, you know. Including our patients. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and that's what, I mean, when you were saying that maybe we wouldn't be holding the hand. No, we are. I mean, it's a, it is an emotional thing. You know, we've got our, our assistants. I can't tell you how many times Stella, my assistant, will be holding holding the patient's hand. It's it's really, um, we know this is a tough thing that, that you may be going through. Not every experience, of course, is emotional, but but sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, and it was um, it was really kind of an emotional day all around. For sure, we get it, but in the end, um, you know, she left that appointment. The tooth came out very nicely. Got a beautiful bone graft in it. Got a nice temporary bridge on it, 
Um, and so you left, I mean, how did you, how did it look? How did your temporary bridge look? How did you feel while you're in the temporary bridge? Were you nervous to, to see people? Were you nervous to, you know, you're such a, you're such a selfie girl, you know, were you taking, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was taking selfies when all my teeth were it's not true. placed. Good point. Right, but temporary. I think you had a selfie with with just after my, with the tooth missing afterwards, yeah, I think you did. right? Yeah, yeah, that's Robin for I, you. I, I, yeah, I have no shame. <laughs> but actually, nobody could tell that I had a temporary, and it's amazing. And I love being able to go through all the different things that I have been through in the last twenty years because now I can let the patients know I know how you feel. Yeah, that's important, and and you do, and we do. A lot of times, we'll say, you know what? Um, actually after we kind of have a conversation with the patient about a potential plan, we'll say, talk, talk to Robin or talk to Amy or talk to Steph up front. You know, they, they all have this, or, you know, they might be able to give you a little bit of a different perspective on, on it because it, they lift it. Sure. You know? When you bring in somebody else that works right here, that's had it done right here. Yeah. They're going to, you're going to share, you're going to be mm -hmm. honest and share it all because mm -hmm. again, it's that open communication that works so well here. Exactly. And when a patient asks me, what doctor should I see? Which one is the best? I say, I have every doctor here worked in my mouth and I will let every one of them work on my family. So this is the perfect place to come, especially if you're nervous, but you can't ask for a better set of dentists. Wow. Thank you, Rob. Oh, of course not. That. Having yeah. that personal experience is it's super important and it just, it helps you relate to the patients when I, I, I've heard you several times talk to patients about your, your personal experience and helping to reassure the patient as to what to expect and, and giving them that comfort. And I'm sure they find a lot of comfort in that when they, when they uh, return to come back. So then once she had a, a couple of weeks to be able to heal up, then the fun stuff started, you know, because we had a challenging case on our hands with the aesthetics of, of our bridge. So we went through um, a lot of photography. We went through a lot of conversations back and forth with our lab about um, our final restoration here, getting it perfect to make it look as natural as possible. And um, in the end, you know, she's got her final bridge on. It, we, we let her heal up probably a little bit longer. I think you were probably closer to eight or 10 weeks after that. You know, she was in a temporary bridge. Mm -hmm. it, like she was saying, it looked natural. She was functioning fine. She could eat. And and I kind of chose to be that way because I knew I if anything went wrong, I'd be here. But I wanted Absolutely. to heal as long as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. So we were, we worked with our lab and we got her a, a final bridge across there that, is functional. She can eat, smile, talk. Um, I don't think that there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, a, it's hard to describe how much kind of technically can go into this kind of an anterior bridge with a high smile line. There's pink porcelain all over it. You know, it is not just your... This is not something that can just be be made with with no. It care. takes time and and it's it's artistry. artistry. <laughs> Absolutely, took the words right out of my mouth. Absolutely. So we have such a great team of of labs that we work with, and um, I think in the end, everybody is just thrilled with the results. And just like Doctor Ozier was saying, it's just such a group effort to get there in the end, you know. But 
But here we are, um, you know, with Robin having a comfortable bridge. There's no more of that weird, vague pressure that she was trying not to tell us about for, for however many months. And and Robin, of course, beautiful smile, and you and you've just got to be so happy and again to be a part of this team. Hundred percent. I'm a little worried when I retire. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, we're so grateful for Robin. <laughs> They'll she's just invite retire. you back every day. Yeah, she's not going to retire. <laughs> Tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll touch on the other part of your your job here at Prairie Dental Group. It is Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry. We'll take a break. Come right back. Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. We are back and we, we covered Robin's smile story, but she is also the business manager here at the Prairie Dental Group. So now we'll touch on that side of things. So Robin, you're one of the, the first people that they, they deal with here to become a new patient. What's the process? So sometimes people walk in, but typically they do call and ask us if they can get an appointment here. And so the first thing we need to find out is if the patient's having issues or if they're just wanting a general checkup and cleaning. And typically we are scheduled out three to four months, but I always promise a patient that I can get them in within a week or two if they're pretty open with their schedules because we will call. As soon as an opening comes up, I will call and say, hey, can you come in? And a lot of times that works out great for some people. Yeah, everybody has schedule uh, where they have to change a schedule and openings pop. It just happens. That's that's the business. Yep. And we do our best to confirm all the appointments ahead of time. And life happens, though. So when life happens, a new patient or a patient that's been wanting to be on the wait list gets in. So it all works out. But the first thing we do find out if they're having an issue or if they want a general checkup and cleaning. So we will talk about insurance with them and what type of insurance. We're a network with several. Um, one of the main one is the state of Illinois Delta Dental. Mm-hmm. We also are in network with the St. John's Insurance, which is huge, and Memorial. And if they have questions, if we are in network, they can certainly give us a call at the office, and we would be more than happy to help them with that. And then, if, so if they call you and say, yep, I want to come in, uh, I know you have a, a patient portal where they can get paperwork, or I'm assuming you can email that them or, or direct them where to start filling out all that info? Yep, that's really, right. it's very easy for them. They can go to our website at prairiedentalgroup.com, and on there you'll see a patient forms, and on the patient forms there's two links that they can fill out. And they can also request an appointment right there. And we see these every day. It might not be as fast as they want. So that's when we do encourage the patient to give us a call. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like it's so nice to have like the digital aspect of it. Cause it's like, that's how we all do everything. Yep. Now. If you I know, can you, fill out a form and do absolutely. stuff and, and cause some people don't like talking a phone, but if I can do that and then say, Hey, if there's problems, you have questions, give them my phone number. Yeah. I'm saving them time because some, it may just be that I got to fill stuff out or request request something when I don't have to actually talk to a person. I I know we're all starting to get like that. (laughs) Well, the thing about, um, we do have to talk to them a lot because everyone is money conscious. So we go above and beyond a lot of other offices around here, because if you can give us your insurance information, my insurance specialist, Stephanie will call and find out where you are with your insurance. If you're allowed to have x-rays, if you can have a cleaning, what you can have, We really want that patient to know before walking out how much is going to cost. Sometimes it's at no charge because their insurance is taking care of it. But when they see a doctor and they're here for a certain 
problem that actually needs to be taken care of. We, we call that insurance. We try to find out exactly what to cover. Sometimes it's not a hundred percent, but we want that patient to know we don't like any, um, no yeah, surprises. surprises. Yeah. Nobody wants to be surprised with a big amount. Yeah. These girls are so, so, so good about checking. I mean, we're so familiar with our state's insurance just because there's so many um, state employees here in Springfield, of course. So that's a lot of our patients. So we all are very familiar with that, but there's so many dental insurances and these girls are always on the phone figuring out where we're at. Have they met their deductible? What do they have left? Exactly. Nobody wants a surprise. So we want to be able to get it all as much taken care of as possible, but to kind of minimize um, their out-of-pocket if possible, of course. And some of it comes down to timing. I'm I'm a, a state employee as well for my full-time job. Is is it hits, okay, this date you're not eligible, but if you wait three weeks, then you yes, are. Absolutely. Yes. These girls are so good on, on checking all that stuff. Yep. And then if you don't have insurance, we actually have something called Smile Protect. It's an in-house for people who don't have insurance. It's $350 and it's for a year and it includes all your x-rays and exams, two regular cleanings, and any necessary dental work is 20% off. It does not um, include cosmetics, however, but there's no deductible and no maximum on that. And you can't find that with any insurance out there. That's been so, I mean, our patients have just loved, loved, loved that. Because there's a good chunk of, of our patient load who don't have dental insurance. And what we were finding would they is that they would become just like a problem-based kind of patient. They would only come in when they were having a problem something broke or they're things get bad where there's pain sensitivity exactly and what we wanted was to get them back healthy and actually coming in for dental cleanings and to kind of get them kind of back to more of a preventative kind of situation but they would say oh gosh well if it costs me x amount to come in every time i get a cleaning maybe i'll do it every once a year so we created this smile protect to to for our main goal is to get everybody back healthy. Your cleanings are included. Your x-rays are included here. Um, and so it's just, it's really been a big game changer. And I, I know that the patients have really, really enjoyed Smile Protect. You know, some patients have, you know, their employers that offer like a group insurance plan and, and, and that's phenomenal. And that usually, you know, is the best way to go. But, you know, I've had some patients that, you know, might say, well, I know I need dental work done. So I'm actually looking for like my own personal dental insurance and I'm looking around and really, you know, there's, there's so many limitations with that. Not that, you know, um, it can't be helpful, beneficial, but compared to our, you know, in-house plan, you know, where Robin said that we don't have a maximum, um, you know, if a patient does need, you know, more than just a little bit of treatment and, and needs, you know, some more things, it's it's really helpful having that that discount for for needed treatment and then the, the cleanings included. Um, so it's something to consider before you jump out and try to, you know, look in jump into looking for your own personal dental insurance plan if a group employer doesn't provide it, you know, already. So bottom line, it's not all about insurances in this office when it comes to coming here. It's about us trying to make you dentally healthy without 
making you not be able to eat tomorrow. So we want you to know up front everything, regardless of insurance or not insurance. That's just something that the front desk will do for you. It's the communication from the, the second you walk into the door to the to the time you meet the doctor. Is You're always going to know what's going on. What's the cost going to be? Here's what's going to happen when we do this. That's what makes people comfortable and is going to draw people here. And that's why we consider our patients our friends because we do – want to like if our family member or friend come in we obviously always want them to know up front and that's what we want to do for our patients doctors and and robin thank you again for another fantastic episode thank you robin, thank you for, thanks for doing uh, of course thank you, robin. we will see you guys again next time at the prairie dental group